At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. the Lombardi line as we welcome you in presented by BetMGM. I'm Patrick Maher live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. If you find yourself on the wrong side of the bets lately, how about a resurrection? No, seriously, it's Easter. We're going to get some winners today as we welcome you in. Of course, Michael Lombardi on vacation, a well-deserved vacation. So in his stead today, this is my guy. This is Josh Applebaum, of course, as we welcome him in. He was getting dressed right before the show. I don't know if he just got back from Easter Mass, but we say hi to Josh, of course. Market Insights is the pod, vcin.com slash podcast. He's got that big smile ready to go already oh, yeah. on an Easter Sunday. Of course, spreading across America Monday through Friday with Pritch, and he is an esteemed author. You can find the book anywhere where you get your books. It is the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Josh, two hours ahead of us. I'm looking forward to it. How are you feeling? Me too, my man. I'm really excited, Patrick. It's great to be with you. Happy Easter. Happy Passover. We already got a resurrection reference from you, Patrick. So I consider that a great start to the show. But uh, big, big day today. We got Celtics Nets. Really interesting series bet uh, in terms of line movement. Series bet for today and for uh, the overall who's going to advance. So a lot to get to, Patrick. You know, I was running a little late because my neighbor, they have an Easter egg hunt going on in Meadow, our new pup. She got loose and she started eating all the Easter eggs. So I'm like, I got to go. I got to go. Let's go. I got to start doing Lombardi line. So we were a little late, Patrick. But she got it. I think uh, she she cashed the over three and a half stolen Easter eggs from the neighbor today. It appears uh, on Easter. I want to be careful with my wording, but it does appear you've got yourself a devil dog in Meadow because she bites everybody. She also steals everybody's Easter eggs. What's happening with Meadow, the new dog there at the crib? Oh, she's doing great, Patrick. So she is a bit of a, you know, she's a rebel rouser here. I like the devil. <laughs> kind of like you, kind of like you, exactly. rebel rouser. Yeah. But, but Patrick, she's so cute. You can't get mad at her. When you know. see that face, you know, she starts wagging her tail. So things are getting better. Biting's improving, but uh, it's pretty good here. So Patrick, how are you feeling? Big Easter. Let's talk about some good sports bets. Today. Well, we've got four to go today in the NBA postseason, just like yesterday. And, you know, yesterday, Amal and I were kind of outlining the differences between regular season betting where everything's nebulous. I mean, how can you handicap whether or not somebody cares? Now everybody's equal footing as far as uh, the competitiveness here in the postseason. And as we said that, remember coming into the NBA postseason, because they don't like to call the play-in scenario of the postseason, the unders had cashed to 6-0. and 
How about yesterday? The overs get some revenge. Three and one to the over. Of course, the favorites yesterday, three and one straight up. Also three and one ATS. Two blowouts late in the day, Josh. But the big upset, Minnesota in Memphis, 131-17. They were catching six and a half in this matchup. I think that's where we should start because, you know, that season series split 2-2. And there's some matchup issues that the T-Wolves pose the Grizzlies. And that really rung out yesterday. Now, we did question whether or not the Grizzlies were going to be up for this just because they had that six, seven day layoff. And in that last game of the regular season, Josh, they rested all their starters. So was there going to be, you know, I guess a lack of an edge. That's a great home court there. But we saw the Timberwolves and in including a debut in the postseason from Anthony Edwards. He just absolutely went nuts. You really did, Patrick. You know, I think the biggest thing you talk about, you know, just from an overall standpoint here is, you know, we have one trend that's continuing to do well. We have one trend that obviously had big regression here in terms of the total. So looking at yesterday, as you mentioned, the only dog to cover and win outright was Minnesota. They were notable to me, Patrick, because that was kind of a blueprint, you know, sharp reverse line move here today because you saw big majority bets on, you know, the Grizzlies here had a fantastic regular season. Uh, you know, Timberwolves, obviously, they were pretty excited to win that play-in game. And, you know, Patrick Beverly, you know, has, he's got the fines to prove it. He had a lot of fun. But I think there was kind of a perception of, hey, Grizzlies are great. T-Wolves, nice little story with the play-in. But now the Grizzlies are going to take take over at home. But we see on the board, you know, they closed minus seven. A lot of shops even closed Grizzlies minus six and a half. So a lot of these books were getting around three out of four bets on the Grizzlies. They were the popular play. You had either a line freeze where it was pretty much, you know, seven, stay seven, or it was seven down to six and a half. So that was kind of a, you know, your one, you know, reverse line move to a dog that actually came through yesterday. And as you mentioned, Patrick, you know, favorites are off to a great start here. Three and one straight up in ATS yesterday. They're now eight and two ATS, uh, 80% in the playoffs. And here's another notable uh, move here. Like a couple of these cash, like the Warriors went from minus five to minus six. Uh, when Curry was ruled uh, able to play there against the Nuggets. You also had another move there. Who was it? The Jazz Mavericks when Doncic was out. Huge move, plus three, all the way to like minus five, and they cover by the skin of their teeth. But in those two system matches, if you're a favorite with a line move in your favor, so whether you're five, minus five to minus six, minus five to minus five and a half, just any kind of line toward a favorite, uh, they're now 59 and 43 against the spread the last three years, almost 60% there. So uh, we've seen these favorites do well. Chalk's off to a good start. But we did get that regression yesterday after a 6-0 and under to the play-ins. Uh, you did see 3-1 and to the over yesterday. Let's start with where you just went and get into a little philosophical stuff as far as the betting. We can do that here with you, Josh, on the Lombardi line. And that is we saw close to 80% of the bets and 80% of the handle over at BetMGM on Memphis at home. Of course, second best regular season record. They've been awesome. Maybe the deepest team in basketball, young. It's just a great atmosphere down in Memphis. However, this game closed 6 and a half. So it opened seven, Josh. And so we always like to point out to the better, something's fishy. Hold on a second. You got the percentage, you got the handle, you got the money, you got everything on one team, yet that seven drops and closes six and a half. So something was up there. And that's always something a better should look for. You're totally right, Patrick. This is something that, you know, I was really tuned into when I first started kind of getting into analytics driven betting, where uh, if something looks fishy, it doesn't make sense. There's a reason behind it. I think when you're, you know, a new better and you say, you know, Grizzlies are minus seven and, you know, they're getting 80% of bets, you know, a lot of new betters don't even look at these stats. I think that's one really, you know, big advantage to being a VEASAN member or just staying tuned into the VEASAN newsletter, VEASAN.com slash newsletter, because we will give you the percentages from BetMGM and DraftKings and these other sports books. And again, early on, you'd say, you know, laying seven, you know, 80% of bets, you wouldn't even think about it. You just hammer the Grizzlies there. But once you kind of, you know, look at the line movement compared to the percentages, that's when you can really start to, you know, find an edge across the market. So the fact, to your point, Patrick, a great teachable moment, whether you, you know, cash with, uh, you know, the Timberwolves on the money line, which would have been a great call, or you took the points or you lost and you laid it there with the Grizzlies. Either way, we can always learn from our bets. So I think moving forward, anytime you see, to me, the benchmark, Patrick, is like 65 or 70%. If you get at least two-thirds or more of bets on Team A, but the line stays the same, which would be a line freeze, or the line moves to Team B, that tells us that big mo or big respected money, not the public percentage. Always look at the ticket count, and if the line goes in the opposite direction of the ticket count, 80% right. Grizzlies, but yet line move to T-Wolves. The sharp play there looked like you had wise guys on the T-Wolves and they were able to catch that. Yes, yeah, super important information in vcin.com. We've got the splits, so you can always follow along over at vcin.com as far as the board splits. Speaking of which, the one game to jump up as far as the total yesterday, Josh Applebaum, would be Minnesota and Memphis. So this open 235, closes 238, as you can see. 
247, goes over the posted total. These are the two highest scoring first quarter teams in the regular season. The two best first quarter teams as far as ATS in the regular season, the T-Wolves and the Grizzlies. And you knew it was on after quarter one. Minnesota finishes quarter one at the break there, 41-33. So that's when you kind of knew. And also, this is a team that poses the Grizzlies an issue than the T-Wolves because they had 48 points from three. They took more, they made more, and the Grizzlies aren't a prolific three-point shooting team. So this is going to start to get interesting. We were talking about some of these numbers uh, for a seven-game series right before the show started, Josh, and the game one winner, I want people to focus on this because with these adjusted series prices, I want you to be careful if you're going for these dogs. The game one winner goes on traditionally to win the series 78.6% of the time. I'm not saying the T-Wolves are going to win it, but history has told you it happens almost eight out of 10 times. That's something to focus on, Josh. I think it's a great stat there, Patrick. And automatically, anytime I see like an upset in a game one of a playoff series, let's look at that series price and see how it got adjusted. Because going into that, you know, game yesterday, you had a lot of books. Uh, Grizzlies minus 375. They actually opened like minus 300. They got tick ticked up all the way close to minus $4 here. Well, now that they lose game one, that number has gone down a ton here. So you have the Grizzlies at minus 140. So if you're looking to, you know, back the Grizzlies, and I think this is, you know, it's a different way to approach series bets. Like if you took a little plus money early on, uh, you know, with uh, with the Timberwolves there who are getting like plus 300, then you're feeling good. You're just sitting back and you're going to ride that thing out and hope that you win. But if you want to buy low, maybe you haven't gotten in on this series and you like the Grizzlies, maybe it was just a bad game depending on how you looked at it. If you feel like they can come back and win, you're now minus 140 after closing like minus 375. So could be a buy low spot there, Patrick, to back the Grizzlies to come back and win this series. It would be against that really good stat that you threw at us. But I would say looking at the next game here on the 19th, same exact thing. Grizzlies open minus seven. They're down to minus six and a half. So maybe the Grizzlies eke out a win next game, but it looks like early on that plus seven Grizzlies um, uh, T-Wolves in game two just got hit. Looks like pros grabbing the points again in game two. And just for an overview, as far as playoff betting, five of the last seven of playoffs, the unders have cashed. Just to give you an idea. This is a completely different game. I, ref swallow the whistle, possessions go premium. It's just, it's a completely different game. And as we talked about, the competitiveness is there. They shorten the benches. It's more of a half court game. You're going to see unders cash, although we did see three of four go to the over yesterday. Let's go to the early tip Utah and Dallas. This was a crazy line movement. We often talk about what Aaron Rodgers means to the number when talking about the NFL betting. What did Paul George mean to the number? I think he meant about three and a half points on Friday in the playing game. Well, Luca, he, he meant about eight and a half as this number opened the Mavs lane three at home and ended up closing the Jazz lane five and a half. They win by six. They do cover barely. This is, you got to prove it if you're the Jazz. You have to beat the Mavs without Luca. His usage rate is off the charts, meaning he does everything for this Mavs team. And you see it posted. You don't generally see 99 to 93, although, like we mentioned, this is the postseason, and that total was a low one at 208. Your takeaways here, Josh. So my takeaway, Patrick, would be an injury-based move here because, as you mentioned, the Mavericks open, like, laying minus three, minus four at home in that game. Luka is out, and it goes to show you, to your point, I think it's fascinating as a better. You know, we have preconceived notions of what players are worth, but then the odds makers really tell you what they're worth. So at your point, Patrick, you know, eight, pretty much an eight-point move there, all the way closing minus five. To me, if you could have gotten Jazz like four or less on the money line, that's where I targeted them. Just saying, hey, if you beat me without Luka, I'll tip my cap. But I like that move in their favor. Uh, now the new series price, Patrick, they're up to like, I think like minus, what was it, minus 750 now for Utah. Tough uphill sled here for the for the Mavs, even if Luka, uh, even if Luka comes back. What better way to spend Easter than with your friends here on VSIN with a betting resurrection? We're going to continue Ooh. Toronto and Philly <laughs> next. Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Brent, thank you. You just heard Brent Musburger. He's going to be a part of our draft coverage. Legendary sports broadcaster, voice of the Raiders. Brent Musburger gives you his draft best bets in our NFL draft betting guide, which is going to drop here soon. Of course, we're going to have coverage from Matt Humans, Michael Lombardi, Mike Pritchard, uh, Sean King. We've got you covered. This is the best draft coverage in the industry, and that's not even close. It's vcin.com slash spring. VSIN.com slash spring. And when you get there, you're also going to get the MLB preview, which, you know, Adam Burke and the boys did a hell of a job with that. A quick shout out as we welcome you back here. Happy Easter. Oh, and to my mom who just sent me a picture of a bunny rabbit and said, Hoppy Easter. I get it. Um, the, I want to say this, and Mackinnon has a ton of numbers. JVT is doing a great job. You go to VEASAN.com. Point Spread Weekly still drops every Wednesday, Josh. You contribute to everything, including the daily newsletter over at VEASAN.com. The information that has been garnered there lately has just been it's, – it's unbelievable. And importantly, you know, bet, betting Major League Baseball is a very rhythmic, and you kind of get into a rhythm. I always – tell new betters to specialize, pick a division, focus, because you kind of get the idea of bullpens and et cetera. But uh, Adam Burke and the crew did a great job with the baseball. But every single day there's updated baseball information. And, of course, as the draft becomes more and more popular to bet on, when we drop this draft betting guide, it's incredible. And, by the way, Hutchinson slipped a little bit. He was 250 to go one overall. He's now 220 on the board to go one overall. So important there, Josh. But I want to give you credit uh, and everybody else that's contributing over at VEASAN.com because the information's off the charts. Well, I appreciate it, Patrick. I play a very small part, so I'm not going to take too much of the recognition. But this shows you're a team player, Patrick, playing up your teammates here, which oh, I love. Oh, zip but, it, Applebaum. Uh, with your, with, <laughs> he always I'll does that. I love you, too, man. What, one quick thing. Looking at yesterday at Major League Baseball, uh, Patrick, favorites, I believe, went 14-0. and 0. So that's one thing that, that really jumped out favorites? to me. That sounds yeah. good. Pretty pretty good, yeah. I guess they were expected to win, and they, they took care of business here. But uh, these are just the little things that you'll pick up on. Dave Tooley does a great job on Twitter updating all these numbers. But in terms of these favorites in baseball, you know, sometimes early in the season, you see some, you know, variants, some dogs barking and some upset opportunities. But right now, 70, 75 and 53 to the favorite right now, around 59%. You'd still be down around two units because you're laying these that's minus right. numbers. Just goes to show you, you know, uh, right now it is pretty chalky. To me, I would look for those, like, slighter favorites, minus 150 or less, minus 125 or less, especially those dog-to-fave line moves that really can cash. And don't forget, Patrick, the windy unders, windy overs. It's great to have baseball back and a lot of great nuggets there at VEASAN.com. Wind is blowing out to right at Fenway today. We'll get to that game coming up in just a little bit. Let's transition back to the postseason. We'll finish up with yesterday, the two blowouts late in the day, and then we'll set up the series for today. Toronto at Philly, I saw Meek Mill was in attendance. I did not see Michael Lombardi at the game. I was looking for him next to Meek. However, the story was Tyrese Maxey, who I'm obsessed with. 
his debut. He's just 21 years old. He goes 38 points, 21 scored in the third for Maxi, five three pointers. The kid was awesome. You know, Harden was effective. He had the 14 assists, 22 points, and Bede was off. 19 points. He wasn't great from the field. He did have the 15 boards. But they didn't need him. And that is scary for the Raptors. A couple of things. One, the 76ers outscored the Raptors in fast break points, 29 to 10. To me, the key to the series was the Raptors in fast break points. But it kind of flipped yesterday. And then also a bad omen. You saw the rolled ankle in the fourth by Scotty Barnes. The x-rays initially were negative with the rookie. But an MRI today is scheduled. If he's out, they don't have a shot. Let's get your take in an updated series price here. Yeah, so my take on yesterday, Patrick, you know, there are a lot of these games where, like, you know, for example, the Timberwolves-Grizzlies, we had steam to the over, the over came through. You had some movement, you know, to the Timberwolves, seven out of six and a half, that number comes through. The big move to the Jazz comes through. That Jazz-Mavericks game, actually, the total fell as well with no Doncic. It's like 217 and a half all the way to, I believe, like 208 still came through. Same thing with the move to the Warriors. That came through, laying the number. This was the one game where there really wasn't much movement at all, and it, even if there was slight movement, it really didn't jive. This, to me, this game was a bit of an outlier from a betting perspective. Now, probably not an outlier if you're saying, hey, you know, the Sixers are a great team with Harden. You know, they've had some time to, uh, in the regular season, get ready for this opportunity. You know, typically, you know, the, the best players rise to the top right now when the best players on the floor tend to win these games. But from a betting angle, there, it was kind of surprising because the Sixers pretty much opened minus five, stayed minus five. The line didn't really move at all. It was split fit betting 50-50. Odds makers may have felt like they just put out a really great number there to have, you know, enticed betting on both sides. You look at the total, there's actually movement to the under 217 and a half down to 215 and a half and it sails over. So there wasn't that like, you know, I'm not going to say easy because nothing in sports betting is easy, but those line moves that have been pretty sharp in terms of, you know, you spot a move and it ends up cashing wasn't the case here in this game. My takeaway though, Patrick, on the series price, uh, you know, going into it, I was on Twitter and I heard a lot of people really play up uh, the Raptors and I totally get it. You know, a young team, they have a lot of potential. They're pretty feisty. There's the COVID situation with, you know, Thibel and these other guys who aren't able to go up north. But I was looking at the betting percentages, and I really like the Sixers to win the series because they were minus 175 to open. They bet up, they got bet up to minus 200 before game one. And the point that I liked about the Sixers was they were only getting 30% of bets, but 80% of money. So you were going into the series with 70% of betters saying, hey, plus 165, plus 150, I'll take the shot there with the Raptors. Yet the line was going to the Sixers the whole time. And then you wake up today, uh, Patrick. At BetMGM, 76ers are now minus 400 here. So I think it's one of those plays where if you got the early, you know, minus 200 series price, you're going to sit on that and feel good about it. You could maybe be intrigued by Raptors plus 310 now. But now that you're down a game and Scotty Barnes could be hurt, I think this is going to be uh, 76ers advancing through here, especially if Barnes isn't going to play much. And remember, the game one winner goes on generally to win close to 79% of the seven-game series. Josh, and remember, also, when you're on Twitter, believe everything you read. It's all true. Denver, Golden State. We got vintage Warriors. Remember, Steph, Clay, and Draymond had played in a total of one regular season game together. They were back, and Jordan Poole joined the party. Even Moody got in the mix. But Jordan Poole, the kid from Michigan, has been spectacular. 30 points in his playoff debut. Steph came off the bench, didn't need to do much. Look at the blowout there. The Nuggets are just undermanned with Jokic. Six and a half closer, 123-107. Soars over the posted total of 223 as well, Josh. Yeah, and this is a team that I think benefited the most from a, really a break, a week off here, because they had so many, you know, great, a little bit older players here with Draymond and, you know, Clay coming off his, you know, back to back terrible injuries there. Obviously, Curry was banged up down the stretch. This is a team that had such high expectations going in, kind of like tailed off a little bit in the second half. The injuries really kind of, you know, bit him in the, uh, in the foot there a little bit. But now they're healthy. It just goes to show you why the odds makers respect this Warriors team so much. It's almost like the Nets, Patrick, which we'll get to the big game in Boston later today in, in a bit here. But you just got to respect the overall talent. When you get, you know, Curry on the top of his game and Poole is a guy that, you know, back when it was, you know, the Durant with the big three there, uh, you know, you, you didn't have this guy around. This guy's a complete game changer to me, you know, especially if he's coming off the bench and really pouring in some points here. But it goes to show you when this team is healthy, the, the, really what they can bring here. And from a betting perspective, it was kind of interesting, Patrick, like the Warriors opened minus five and they pretty much stayed five. And at one point it looked like it may get down to four and a half. But the importance of staying glued to Twitter and looking at these injuries, once Curry was pretty much ruled good to go and you heard uh, Kerr, the coach, say that, you know, he looks great and he looks fine, that immediately got steamed up to minus six, minus six and a half. And pretty much that was an injury-based move that ended up coming through there. So uh, to me, keep an eye out for the Warriors. 
Patrick, what do you think? Could we get a Warrior Suns, you know, conference finals here? That would be a lot of fun. I don't know. I got nervous when you said bit them in the, and then you said. Fourth. Yeah, I didn't know where to go with that it's one, Patrick. Sorry, it's it's Easter yeah. Sunday, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> well, you take it easy. Always have to rein you back in. Let's set up, and we're going to continue with this because I can't wait. It's a 7-2 matchup. The Nets at the Celtics. Set me up with a series price. We're going to do this for a couple minutes to come back and really suss this one out because this series is fascinating on paper, and I would imagine it's going to play out that way. Series price, net Celtics, Josh. Yeah, so this is really interesting to me, Patrick. Number one right now, you're like minus 140 Celtics. But, uh, you know, Stephen Bond, our guy, he was asking, you know, what do you like today? Any best bets you want to add to the VEASAN newsletter? I said Celtics to win the series and Celtics in game one. We'll get to that in a second. And James Bond's like, oh, you're a homo. You just want to root for the Boston Celtics. Uh, you know, all that kind of stuff, which is true. But I never bet my favorite teams just because they're my favorite teams. I bet them because I've learned this through losing a lot on betting my favorite teams early in my betting you know, tenure. Uh, you got to have the data behind it. So the reason I like the Celtics in the series is that uh, almost similar to you know some of these other series where you're getting, uh, like, for example, a lot of that, that public betting on Toronto. There's a ton of public betting on the Nets to win the series. At BetMGM, they're getting 63% of bets to win the series. But what's notable to me, Patrick, is that the line moved to the Celtics on the series price, despite a majority of public betters on the Nets. So the Celtics are only getting 37% of bets at BetMGM to win the series, but they move minus 125 up to minus 140. Some shops, for like a brief moment in time, even opened this a slight open net. Nets here in town. Yeah. I had the Nets opening a 115 favorite in the series. Sorry, Josh, go ahead. No, Patrick, I'm glad you mentioned that because in, think about this way. When you look at line movement, how quickly that, that number moved. Like that tells me that immediately the books may have said, hey, you might have be overvaluing the Nets here a little bit. The Boston money came in, pushed that series price. But I love betting these series prices when you have, you know, public all over one team, yet the line's going to the contrarian team. And in this case, it would be the Celtics here. I like the Celtics to advance. Uh, I think they're the deeper team, number one defensive efficiency team. They have home court advantage. And uh, even though Tatum and, and Kyrie are best friends, Patrick, Brown and, and smart. They have an ax to grind here against Kyrie. I think you get a great effort out of the Celts, even without Robert Williams. I don't think he's going to play this. We're going to come back and dig into game one. Something's fishy here. Bet MGM is reporting the bets and the handle on the nets. However, Boston opened three and a half. They're up to four, four and a half at a couple of shops. What does that mean? We're going to tell you when we come back. And by the way, with the accent, I didn't realize I was going to be hosting with Marky Mark today. Looking forward to continuing. Pokey bunch, Patrick. <laughs> Keep it going, Josh. <laughs> Lombardi. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Express Bet plays from editor-in-chief Jeremy Plunk, who's been on the show. He does a great job today at Santa Anita Horse Racing. Race one, Jeremy likes the eight horse, Queen of Pompeii, at three to one. Also, race four at Santa Anita, Jeremy has the four horse, Balladeer, on top at three to one. You can bet these races and others using the First Bet app. Sign up today using First Bet and use that code Vegas1000 for instant information. $10 free, up to a $1,000 bonus. Go to vcin.com slash horses for details. It's vcin.com slash horses for details. As we welcome you back, Josh Applebaum in for the vacationing Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the vcin studios here at the South Point. During the break, Josh was trying to get me to eat a, uh, what do you call it, a wall burger? That's oh, yeah. Boston through and through trying to get me eat, eat the wall burgers. Anyway, uh, <laughs> speaking of Boston, so I mentioned, and this is important, as we noted earlier, with the Minnesota number going towards Minnesota, although all the numbers were pointing to Memphis. Well, same here. John Ewing over at BetMGM is reporting the Nets. Right now, 69% of the bets, 73% of the handle. However, Boston opened three and a half. We've got it sitting four. A couple of shops showing four and a half, Josh. So, again, one of those fishy lines that's popping up with the percentages going the other way. Yeah, in honor of, of uh, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch here, Patrick, I think the Celtics are in a pretty sharp spot here today. And, I'm, you know, coming from a Celtics fan, I fully admit. But um, really what jumped out to me, again, is this reverse line move. And I think, Patrick, it's important. Like, reverse line moves can go both ways. They can go toward a favorite. They can go toward a dog. The whole point is that, you know, the heavy betting is on, you know, Team A and the line goes to Team B. So we saw it yesterday where all the heavy betting was on the favorite, uh, you know, with um, against the T-Wolves there with, uh, who was it, Patrick? I'm losing already. Memphis? The Grizzlies. 
Yeah, Memphis, the line going to the T-Wolves despite heavy betting Grizzlies. Same thing today, but it's the other way. It's heavy betting Nets, yet the line going to the Celtics. So I think that's an important distinction that, you know, reverse line movement can go toward either side. It doesn't always have to be toward a dog or toward an under. You could have reverse line moves on overs where heavy betting under and yet the total rises. So it's just the point of being a fishy number where the line's going against where the majority of bets are at. So uh, similar to the series price, which we mentioned, where public is loading up on the series price with the Nets, yet line's going to Boston minus 140. Today's game one is pretty much a carbon copy of that. As you mentioned, Patrick, from our buddy John Ewing at BetMGM, only 31% of bets are on the Celtics today. You know, almost three out of four bets here are saying, you know, Brooklyn Nets, Kyrie, Durant, you're giving me points. I'll take that all day. But something we always talk about, Patrick, if it looks too good to be true, oftentimes it is. You know, the Nets could win outright. They could roll. They could cover. But what's the market telling us? The market is telling us that despite the Nets being a really popular play today, the line's going further to the Celtics, opening minus three and a half, now up to minus four. I see a couple shops that are minus four, juiced up to minus 115, like it may go to four and a half here. I love that because, again, if everyone's betting a big majority of bets are on the Nets, then why, why are the books giving you a better number? That should always, you know, kind of scare you a little bit as a better. Like, if you wake up and say, yeah, I'll, I'll take the Nets plus three and a half, and then you look up and say, oh, now I'm getting four? Now I might get four and a half? Think about why, are, why am I getting a better number on the Nets when they're a really popular play? It tells me that the bigger, sharper wagers from your, your Billy Walters, your, your, you know, your, your pro uh, handicappers here, are actually laying with the Celtics, moving that number in favor of Boston, despite the fact that the Nets are getting a majority of bets. Josh, there has to be some immediacy for the Nets, and it's because Robert Williams. He is so important, the switch-heavy defense that the Celtics execute. He's kind of like a free safety there, protecting the wings on defense with the switch-heavy D. And Tice and Horford can be attacked. They're vulnerable. The wings here, Katie and Kyrie, who are going to play 46 minutes. I mean, they're going to have to play. This is going to be a absolutely brutal series uh, because these are great players. But here's the thing. Robert Williams, who we assumed was going to be out for the first round, looks like he could be back by game three. That's the rumor that's floating around. That is so important to the Celtic defense, who it's the best defense in basketball. You know, what's fascinating about the Celtics is 40 games into the season, they were two games under 500. Since then, they've been the best team in basketball, best defense in basketball, second best point differential in basketball behind Phoenix. I mean, this has been a miraculous turnaround by a Dallas, excuse me, by a Boston team that also took the season series over the Nets 3-1. I understand a lot of players were missing, but we did see these two teams March 6th, March 6, pardon me, in Boston, a 126-120 winner to give you an idea. Um, and that was Tatum who dropped 54 on the Nets. And remember, in that win, Williams played 37 minutes. You can't overstate the importance of Williams, specifically on D. He blocks over two shots a game and grabs 10 boards. Yeah, Williams is a big miss here, Patrick. But I would say, you know, the Celtics turnaround, it's been miraculous here. And I'm on the ground in Boston, diehard Celts fan, born and raised, uh, you know, sitting on my dad's lap watching Larry Bird when I was a young kid, even though I don't remember it. I got the pictures to prove it here, Patrick. Uh, but I would say, you know, it, you know, kind of funny, like Kendrick Perkins called them out on Twitter. Uh, and again, this is the day and age we live in 2020. But a lot of people credit Perk calling them out and not passing the ball to each other to kind of starting their little turnaround here or huge turnaround, I guess. Then you make a couple of great trades at the deadline, bring in Derek White, exactly what you needed with another you know, ball handler here. And then really, I think Ime Udoka has had a huge influence on this team. He's a really good defensive-minded coach. And when you play, you know, when you can get your team to play great defense, to me, that's all about the coaching and buying into the coaching. Like at the end of the Brad Stevens you know, tenure when he was coach, now he's the you know, president. He took the Danny Ainge role, basically. Uh, this was a team that didn't dig, on dig in on defense. They didn't seem to be motivated. They seemed to be tuning out the coach. Udoka, I would credit a ton with turning this team around and with some good moves that they've made at the deadline. Uh, and I would say, you know, your youth hopefully will, will really benefit you. You know, Brown Tatum, 24, 25 years old, you know, Kyrie and Durant, you know, close to 30 or higher. In a short turnaround after you just play the play-in game, and it was, you know, what, five days ago, the Celtics have been off for a week. They're ready to go. They're at home. And there's a great, you know, storylines here, Patrick, where, you know, Kyrie, I can tell you, Kyrie is public enemy number one in Boston. He said he was going to re-sign. Then he bolts. Uh, he stomped on the logo. There's a lot of different storylines here that I think are going to get the Celtics up for this game. Uh, so get ready. It's going to be a great ride. But I like the Celtics on the series price. I like them in game one today from the simple fact of everyone betting the Nets, yet both the series price and game one moving to Boston. Yeah, I hate to say it, but I love the four and a half with the Nets today. So I will be playing That's them, okay. taking the points. I know you mentioned, are you going to lay the wood or are you going to go money line here? 
So I was going to say, I'm going money line here. This is something that I like to do in these kind of like really intense playoff games where, you know, we can fall, you know, close to the, the spread here and you see how great the odds makers are. Like Patrick, perfect example, uh, you know, the Jazz close minus five. They win by six, you know, a point here, point there, uh, you know, could, you know, affect the bet in one way or the other. So thinking this could be a close game, uh, I did lay a minus 175. To me, it's a bit high. I don't like going money lines higher than like minus 200 in the NBA. But to me, it, we have a line move to the Celtics. I don't like getting the worst of it. Like if you're laying four or four and a half, you missed the three and a half. But to me, I'll sweat them to win the game. I like the line move in their, in their favor. And Patrick, if the Celtics win by, you know, one, two, three, or maybe four, if you get a four and a half, we can both cash this thing. Okay. And there it is. By the way, on the total, Josh, we're taking a look. Open 226 and a half has been bet down to 224 and a half. A couple shops, 225. What's fascinating here is immediately you think of lack of defense with the Nets, right? They've been abhorrent on defense. They're just too small on the wing, and these wings will take advantage of that lack of size of the nets. This is going to be a high scoring game is what I'm trying to tell you. Celtics have cashed to the over. I just said everything about their defense and 10 of their last 12 and the nets have cashed to the under in nine of their last 12. So it, it, it disparate as far as your thought process on the totals, but that 224 is in danger. I'm also playing the over on this one, Josh. So I'm leaning over with you too, Patrick. It was 4-0 to the over in the series, uh, I believe, here. And then you always talk about, the, you know, mention the Celtics going over, even though they're a great defensive team. They're, they're Really, you think about it, like, they'll give up only, like, 105-110, but then they'll score 120 themselves. That's why they're cashing a lot of these overs here. So what was notable to me is I thought this was going to be a really, you know, sharp under to start. This was when, we you know, before all these games started yesterday, we had these lines out for days on end. You saw an early move downward, actually, in the Celtics game where, you know, it opened around 226 and a half, got down to, I believe like 224, but here's the important thing, game day movement. You know, this is, this is a 3.30 p.m. Eastern time game today, and waking up this morning and looking at the number, it's ticking back up. So I think that 224 was probably your low watermark after that 226.5 opener. Now it's up to 225. It is rising as we speak. I'm with you, Patrick. I lean over, again, well-rested team here, or two well-rested teams. A lot of great offense, even though the Celtics play great D, they'll score a lot themselves. Late movement to me is always, always super important. Tells me when limits are raised, big bets are coming in, leaning over. So if you look at just the, and here's the thing, Patrick, like don't just look at the open and the current. Like if you look at it, you'll say, oh, it's an under 226 and a half down to 225. But look at every move. It doesn't tell the whole story. It got down to 224. Now it's coming back up. The late movement is going over here. Your Boston Celtics are going to be very vulnerable in those ISOs with KD and Kyrie with no Robert Williams kind of anchoring that defense. I'm telling you right now, I got a very good feeling about the Nets today uh, catching the four and a half. Again, this is the importance of having multiple outs because I'm seeing four and a halfs, but I'm also seeing fours. If you're going to bet it, you got to get the best of the number. And right now I can find a four and a half on the Nets. I'll take that. If you are betting Boston, lay the four. Don't be laying that hook. Okay. Always important. And also we're going to fade the steam here. Josh Applebaum, 226 and a half on the opener. I do like the over. If I can find a 224 and a half, that's juicy. Um, you mentioned something uh, earlier that I'm going to have to follow up on now. And that is you sitting on daddy's lap with a Larry bird Jersey on it is Easter. It's a family day. I feel like we need a picture of that. Can we get proof? So I will definitely text my mom. I know I got a picture of a Bruins onesie, Patrick. So I got to find this Larry bird one that I talked about, but I would say uh, we w went on a trip to Cape Cod. You know, when your parents, I don't know if they ever did this to you, they're riding their bikes and you're in that little cart in the back. I remember the day Larry Bird retired because of the back injury. My dad always brings it up. He was driving me in that little cart on Cape Cod. So it's <laughs> re we're reminiscent today, Patrick. If you can't find the Bird picture, I'll take the Bruins onesie. I'm sold. <laughs> All right, Josh Applebaum <laughs> in for Michael Lombardi. Next, Will Hill joins us here on a Sunday, Easter Sunday. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. <laughs> 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, swing for the fences over at BetMGM baseball season. Register using the code VSIN200, win 200 bucks in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game. Either team hits a home run. That's going to happen. You're going to win the cash over at BetMGM. You got to be 21 years or older. If you have a gambling problem, it's 1 800 Gambler. Again, VSIN 200 for the baseball deal. Good news as we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. We do have a picture of Josh Applebaum in a onesie. A Bruins onesie, which we, which we will be posting at some point during the show. Josh, I appreciate you playing along. Although we said, can we post the picture? And Josh is like, yes, I want you to post it. So that's oh, yeah. a little odd. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's fun. Uh, we welcome in our buddy Will Hill, of course, New York City cast over at vcin.com slash podcast. My man was texting me during the week. Will you retweet this? I'm like, what? what is going on right now? We're, we're ch- clout chasing with Will Hill. We love Will. And that beard is out of control, <laughs> yes. and I can't get enough of it. How uh, how are we feeling today, rugged man? Always well, man. I always love the first uh, the first weekend of the NBA playoffs. You know, the NBA season can be a grind with load management, who's playing, who's not. Uh, you know, first weekend is fun. You, you get the teams where they're actually playing. They're playing defense. Uh, I enjoyed the games yesterday. The games weren't great, but. Uh, Minnesota Memphis, I think is going to be a fun series. That was a fun game. So always love the first weekend of the NBA playoffs. I like, you got a four pack of plays here. I actually, I, I might, I might like the Hawks a little bit more than others. And I think you're going to play them today, but will we should start with the bucks. So Chicago, who's been swooning the wrong way since the all-star break, they've been terrible. We know this, but the bucks open nine and a half. They're up to 10 and a half. You're not going to go with that, but you are going to play the bucks to sweep the series. And remember, they did sweep the season series 4-0 against the Bulls. Let me hear your thought process here. Yeah, it pays to be nimble because I actually got a minus two and a half games, even money the other day. That was wow. a bad line. I don't how I don't see how the Bulls win more than a game. Maybe they win one. I think they're no better than a coin flip to get one. I mean, you know how these series go where, you know, these teams, they get a lead up 2-0, up 3-0, and they take their foot off the gas. That's the only way the Bulls are getting a game. I mean, who guards Giannis here? They don't have anyone that can even attempt to do it. Uh, they have answers. The Bull, the Bucks do for Levine, for DeRozan in terms of, you know, Middleton holiday Giannis can do whatever can roam. Uh, it's really, it's a horrible matchup for the bulls. Like you mentioned, they were just not just, you know, uh, falling off a cliff from the all-star break on. They were a bad team. They yeah. were negative uh, point differential on the season. I think they finished up. This is just, you know, they overachieved early. It was a nice story, but they're going to get steamrolled in this story in this series. I think you can get them uh, two and a half, three to one to sweep. I don't see how the bulls win. Maybe, maybe a game, but probably not. Yeah. Will Sharp minus two and a half even is a great number. And by the way, since the all-star break and Josh, I'll let you piggyback on this. The Bulls 25th in defensive rating and 26th in offensive rating. Yikes. Yeah, they've really fallen off the map here. And Will, it's great to see you, my man. Uh, and again, in terms of the series price, this number was like way too high for me. It opened like minus 700 bucks all the way to uh, minus 1100. What was notable to me is, you know, you had really good low bets, higher dollar split in favor of the Bucks to win this series. But I think as Will mentioned, really smart by Will, you can't be laying minus 1100s. I mean, as a better, you can do whatever you want to do. But at a number so high, the juice isn't really worth the squeeze. And yeah, we expect the Bucks to win the series. But God forbid something crazy happens. You're just risking way too high of a number, in my opinion. So going at that, you know, minus two and a half games, 
you know, or sweep, you know, four to one or four. Oh, I think has a lot of value will, uh, but I got to get your take because you do a great job, you know, with the New York city cast, you're in New York. I'm in, or you're in Connecticut, actually. I'm in Boston here. Give me your take on the series price and the game one here for the Celtics and the Nets. Both the series price and game one seem very similar to me, Will, where majority bets on the Nets, but both the series and game one line are moving to Boston. What are, your, what are you looking forward to watching in this series? Any betting notes uh, on the series price or game one today? Yeah, this is my favorite series of the first round. It's New York versus Boston. You got that rivalry. You have the Kyrie uh, rivalry aspect of it. Remember the trade, which is what, nine years ago now. So and remember they played last year, which is hard to believe because it was under such di different circumstances. So good rivalry. You get Durant. Uh, it's going to be a hell of a series. I think it's going seven. Uh, I've kind of gone back and forth between who I think is going to win. I did play the Nets plus four today. I do think, you know, having five days off really helps the Nets because Kyrie can rest. Durant can rest. They were asking so much from Durant, both sides of the ball. Uh, I had Iron Eagle on Friday uh, as, as I get my plug in for the podcast. Yes. He says he thinks Durant's going to guard Tatum at least for a little bit. Uh, and I think that's an issue for Boston. As great as their numbers are in the playoffs, you need that second, third score. If you really blitz Tatum, uh, I don't know, you know, do they have enough juice on offense? Do they have enough shooting? Missing Williams on defense is an issue. And again, Durant's just been on a different level here. And I think getting five days here to recharge his batteries. Remember, they haven't played since Tuesday. Uh, I think that helps the Nets. I think this is a down of the wire game. I think it's a down of the wire series. I think, you know what, it probably is going seven. You know, nobody's winning in four or five, maybe six, maybe seven. Uh, but I'm going to take the Nets here plus four. I think they're rested. I think they have the two best offensive players on the court here. I think Boston's a little limited offensively. So will the Suns finish with a league best 64 wins and the Pelicans finish 10 games under 500. Good luck, Pelly Pels, as we open up the series today. And remember, the Pelicans just played the other night. This number open in Phoenix, 10 and a half has been bet, you know, a couple shops sitting at 10, mostly 10 and a half. though, Will, you're going to take another approach with the Suns team total today. Yeah, Phoenix runs a lot of spread pick and roll in, in the 1-8 matchups. You got to worry, you know, rest versus rust. You can kind of look at it both ways. But to me, I, I think New Orleans used a lot of energy to get by the Clippers. And boy, what a collapse that was by the Clippers, not only on what was it Tuesday night, but then again on Friday night, how you don't win one of those games is hard to believe. But uh, like I said, the Suns spread pick and roll. They're going to spread you out, attack you. That's bad for New Orleans because New Orleans is slow. They have Valanchunas at center who they have to play. I don't know if they have to, but the, I think they will. And he is just a nightmare defending the pick and roll. Uh, I guess you could put Herb Jones on Booker, but to me, this New Orleans team is just too many issues defensively. The Suns are sitting here licking their chops, waiting, you know, 66 and 16. Nobody really talks about them too much like an all-time great team. Although you look at their numbers, look, 66 and 16 it is pretty damn good. Uh, I think the Phoenix team total over, uh, I think it's, what is it? Two twenty one seventeen. I don't have it in front of me, but one seventeen team total. Yeah. Phoenix team total over is a play for me. I think they are just going to scorch uh, this Pelicans defense. Yeah. And I shorted them a couple of wins. So good job by you correcting me there, Josh. I'm going to ask him one more follow-up then I'll have you follow up on his answer. It's the Hawks heat. So again, you know, the Hawks have that playoff swagger back that they had last year, right? This is the best they played specifically on offense. Now the big news here is no Capella. You do like the Hawks though, catching the six and a half today. Will. yeah. Hawks almost have a little too much swagger. I mean, they act like they won three titles in a row. So, you know, we got bored with the regular season. Yeah. It's a little, but no, I mean, come on, you, you guys made it to a conference finals once let's relax here. But I, I do think young can keep them in the series. Uh, I think Miami is a little bit limited offensively. You know, who knows how long it takes them to get in the flow of the game. This is not a great offense. Uh, like you said, Capella is an issue because I think bam uh, can really kind of pick on a Congo here. But to me, uh, there are some sevens out there. I did grab the seven with Atlanta. I just don't like Miami as a margin team. They don't run. They're not great in the half court offense. These games in the playoffs have a tendency uh, to slow down. I, I think Atlanta comes into this with house money with some confidence. Young's a hell of a player. Boy, that was a show he put on Friday night. My goodness. So uh, not a huge bet, but I did take Atlanta here plus the seven. Yeah, and Will, you mentioned the seven. I think that's your key number here because a lot of these books open heat, you know, laying six or six and a half. At BetMGM, they're your most lopsided play of the day today. 72% of bets on the Miami Heat. 
when they got up to seven at some shops, I noticed it did get hit. Maybe with some Will Hill steam coming in, bringing it back down to six steam. and a half. So I think, I think you got that big number. And uh, Will Hill, get pre prepare yourself. A lot of, a lot of S words today, steam, without, without our, guy, <laughs> um, our guy Michael Lombardi today. But uh, I would say one thing, Will, uh, any thoughts on the total? This is one that really jumped out to me as maybe an overplay. Now, you think about the Heat, at least I do, as like a really good defensive team and maybe a little bit slower. But they were actually a really good over team on the year. They were, I believe, 48 and 33 to the over. They were 23 and 18 to the over at home. Uh, and this total did tick up 216 all the way to 219 and a half. So any thoughts on this over? Are you saying, hey, it's, it's ticked up. We can get a better number on the under. Or is it, hey, after a really good regression day for overs yesterday, could we look at another over today with the Heat and the, and the Hawks uh, with this line ticking up? Yeah, I think a lot of things do point to the overhawks. Number two, offensive efficiency in the league. Not great on defense, not great transition defense. So maybe, you know, Miami pushes the pace and tries to expose that. So I would lean over. It does feel like, at least just from a, a narrative standpoint, these early games in the NBA tend to go under, you know, sluggish starts. Now it, it's the playoffs. So who knows what these guys are doing on a Saturday night, which, you know, again, you have to kind of consider, uh, you know, they're in Miami. Are, are they having fun last night? Uh, a little bit of a slow start. Maybe that's something to consider. Maybe it's not, but uh, a slight lean to the over, but no play for me. A wonderful conversation. New York city guys have fun with will, but I and Eagle and will a tremendous conversation and a question for you because will, while you are a degenerate and we love you for it, you do have a wife and children and today is Easter. <laughs> will you see them? today yeah i saw him this morning you did i'll see him uh, again go? at some did, point did, today did, did your daughters well, yeah. remember your name <laughs> yeah they had a nice little easter egg hunt it was good some chocolate bunnies going around easter's it's a great day <laughs> it is a great day and i believe that is a pastel yellow you wore in occasion i'm you and i got the pink and josh has all dark colors like he's johnny cash oh yeah <laughs> uh again new york city slash podcast great job will have a good day I appreciate you guys. See you. Okay. Happy Easter, everyone. If I set the total at two and a half first round quarterback selected, not you, Josh, it's rhetorical Ooh. for you, but I'm asking the audience here, V-Sin, would you go over Desmond Ritter, or as it's known on this show, Ryder, getting some love? We'll get into it. We continue. NBA playoffs as well. It's a Lombardi line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side -side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.